Do you know that non-governmental organizations are working ceaselessly to make the world a better place? We see a future where young people are connected and act together as agents of change. I'm making the dream of um, children living in undeserved communities. And I am well known for championing children's right to education. Poverty alleviation, humanitarian aid. We are every child regardless of your geographical location. Health care. Socioeconomic status or religious background will have access to quality education. We are concerned about people's health and livelihood. Leadership development and community development. Yes, NGOs are working for the sustainability of all, especially the less privileged. Yes, yes. their voice deserves to be heard. NGO podcast is the voice of NGOs. I am Jimo Uluato Bishagun. Stay tuned. One in every five of the world's out-of-school children is in Nigeria. Even though primary education is officially free and compulsory, about 10.5 million of the country's children aged 5 to 14 years are still not in school. Only 61% of 6 to 11 years old children regularly attend school and only 35.6% of children aged 36 to 59 months receive early childhood education. In another part of the country, the picture is even bleaker, with a net attendance rate of 53%. Getting out of school children back to school poses a whole lot and a massive challenge. We read in the newspaper, we listen in the news to different figures about total number of out of school children in Nigeria. Figures like 10.2 million, 13.5 million, over 10 million, blah blah blah, a whole lot of more. What baffles me is, instead of amplifying the figures, what are we actually doing to reduce the alarming figure? Not waiting for the government, but we as an individuals. What are we doing to reduce the number? Have you ever thought of sending that little boy or little girl roaming about your street back to school? Have you ever questioned that boy walking on the street during the school hour while he is not in school? These are questions we as an individual and a citizen of this country have to answer. You are welcome to the NGO podcast show. A podcast that brings the diverse and vigorous voices of global NGOs to people around the world. By engaging in with founders and leaders in the NGO community, problem-blooming challenges, opportunities, and best practices. And I am your host. I am Jimo Oluwatubi Shengo. You can simply call me JOS. I'm so excited to be doing this with you again. Welcome back. It's questions that me and you as an individual... And a citizen of this country have to answer regarding out of school children uh, in Nigeria. Don't be surprised. There are, there are some people, I mean, some set of people that, that, that are answering this question and definitely providing solution to the rate of children, the rate of out of school children in Nigeria uh, in their only two way. With me on this episode is Chike Ibezim, the founder of Move Vision Foundation, an organization which goal is to send out of school children in Nigeria back to school. Chike, would you please introduce yourself to the listener? Okay, my name is Ibu Chike. I'm from Ananda residing in Abuja. I'm the founder of the Mayo Vision Foundation. Aside that, my daily job is also to, uh, to develop web applications and software for individuals and organizations. So I do that in a freelance uh, skill. But majorly, I also uh, devote my time to helping children through my foundation. 
um, I'll say I'm an advocate for uh, girl child education. I'm an advocate for, for science and technology among these, and I'm also an advocate for entrepreneurship among the youth of Nigeria. Um, let's, uh, let's start with that, yeah. Okay, that's quite interesting. Um, thank you so much for, for sharing that with the listener. And um, you talk about you, you're the founder of uh, the Mail Vision Foundation. Um, would you please uh, take some time to uh, give the listener a comprehensive details about the Mail Vision Foundation, what you do, and the, what the solution you're trying to provide to the society? Okay. okay. Um, just uh, over a year ago, the United Nations brought out a report stating that over 10 million kids are out of school in, in sub-Saharan Africa. So in Nigeria, while 32 million are out of school in sub-Saharan uh, sub Africa. So um, the movie Vision Foundation was set up to help tackle these issues through putting children in school and also through uh, impacting in several government policies that will allow more children to go to school. So uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a huge project. One might look at it in a way that, okay, there are several people trying to do it. But when you come in with your own model, with your own plan, you know that when you do it this way, it's going to work for you. So that's what the new vision of the turn is about. We are going to implement projects. We are going to uh, uh, implement uh, 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 policies. And that's through government, we are going to uh, push for policies that will better the educational system in Nigeria. Thank you very much. Perfect. That's quite interesting. Um, but sir, what, what, um, I would like, is, is there any any story that uh, that attached to why you're starting the organization to, to address the uh, education issues in Nigeria? Because I, I, I know that we, we have a lot of issues in, in Africa, in Nigeria in particular. So wh wh why do your organization focus much more on education? And uh, is there any story you would like to share with the listener? Okay, okay. Yeah, of course, I have a story. I've always been someone that wants to help people. I've always been someone that wants to put smile on the faces of people, especially children. So I've always wanted to go into education because... I believe education is the bedrock to the foundation in building a very uh, great, a very greater nation. And other countries like uh, the US, UK, other developed countries have really invested in, the, in education. But um, me picking up interest in ed education was really literally took off when I was I wanted to board a second affair, normally called the tri uh, tricycle, normally called the second affair. And there were about four kids that wanted to board the same tricycle, but they didn't have the fare to pay for that tricycle. So when I paid for that fare, the smile that they had on their face is really gladdened my heart and it made me so fulfilled. And that singular act kicked off my interest for the project. I didn't want to just wait for money anymore. I wanted to start with the one I had because making an impact doesn't start from when you make money, it can start from whatever you have in your pocket. So that's when I picked up. And these children, we are going to train them. We have an interest in training these children throughout their primary school education and also give them entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial skills that they can use to survive later in future. 
Okay. okay. That's quite interesting, Mr. Chike. You've been say, speaking all around our education, education, children out of school. Um, in your in your own opinion, in your own opinion, oh, can you please share with the listener the rate of out of school children in Nigeria, despite the fact that uh, you you're trying to like send some back to school. But but in your own opinion, what what is the rate of out of school children in Nigeria, and what what do you think? Is uh is the cause of the problem? Is it policy? Is the policy structure? Is it the education sector itself, or or the environment we find ourselves? What what do you think is the issue of having out of school children in Nigeria? And what rates do you think we have out of school children in Nigeria? And how can these issues of having many out of school children in Nigeria, how can the issue be curbed or resolved? Okay, okay. Thank you very much for the question. Um, la, uh, United States report last year, 2017, told that um, 10 million children are out of school in Nigeria, and uh, and this policy that has been implemented by the government. First of all, we feel that there is a free educational system in the public public primary schools. Now, this free education, what does it come with? If the child doesn't pay the school fees, but the child needs books for school, the child needs uh, school bags, the child needs stuff, the child needs textbooks, the child needs proper welfare. These children come from a very poor background. Now, if they don't pay for the school fees, how can they afford, uh, uh, let's say, 10000 naira for a cent? So these are issues that the government should look into. This, this uh, particular issue can be solved easily by the government. There are billions, billions, and billions out there in this. In a, in a, that should be put into our education system, educational system that can provide free uh, uh, uniforms for these children, free school bags, free uh, uh, books, and all that, and even uh, welfare. Even welfare, these children can even be fed in school. Many schools do it in outside the country and even in developing countries like Nigeria. So these children are from poor background. So just think that they are not paying for school their school fees is not enough. So there are millions of millions like more than twenty million Nigeria live below one dollar per month uh, per day. So how do you expect these uh these families to take their children to school? So it's not it's not uh, it's not it's not really uh, impactful from the government side of things. They have to implement policies that will that will help these children go to school. And also We've seen that terrorism, terrorism have also contributed to the number of children out of school, uh, the bombings in not many places in northern Nigeria, and so on. So, among other things, so that, uh, uh, that the poverty level in Nigeria also contributes significantly to all these issues. Yes, thank you so much for the insights regarding the, uh, the, the policies and how these issues can be curbed in Nigeria. So so back back to the Mill Vision Foundation itself, uh your vision stated clearly that you want to ensure that over three million children are enrolled back in school in twenty thirty, before the year twenty thirty. So how, how how do you do you aim to achieve this? Is the vigors not you know the vigors can be scary or so so how, how do you think you can achieve this before the year 2030. Uh, uh, what are the strategies in place that you and your plans to achieve this? Uh? Uh, thank you very much for that question. Any anyone I tell our vision usually ask that same question: How it's possible? How it's possible? But the first thing that should be done is 
uh, impacting positively on government educational policies. If we can try, if we can make a movement, which we are going to do, a movement that will significantly uh, reach out to the government and make them implement just what I said earlier. Free education is not just the school fee. Provide the school bars, provide the wherewithal for the children to start school. Um, significant amount of children will be in school every year in Nigeria. So, and also, we also seek the help of uh, international organizations to support us in this movement. This movement is not something that can be done uh, from staying in a place. You understand? You have to go out there, you have to talk to people, you have to, you know, uh, important. And it all comes down to finance. You also have to go to communities, educate the these communities, the parents, the elders, they tell them the importance of education in the lives of their children. And this will also make them some have the money to, but maybe based on belief, they don't want to send their children to school. So we also carry out community outreaches, talk to parents, talk to the community elders, the importance of allowing their children to go to school. And with this, we believe that, with these two strategies, we believe that uh, we'll be able to achieve our vision. Thank you very much. Wow, that's quite interesting. A, a good plan in place. I really, um, I, I really love that. So, so back, back to um, you know, your, your organization also plan to, to to train children and youth in the areas of uh, science, technology, and entrepreneurship as well. Well, how, how how are you going to balance the three together? Okay, okay. Really, we have a and we have a program set up. That any to any child, any kid we train in school, any uh, child we put in school, we are going to monitor the growth of that child, give that child the ability or the the the, the yeah the ability to be able to pick out an area in entrepreneurship uh, he or she wants to follow. So we we are going to set up an entrepreneurship development center or center depending on how we expand to other parts of the country which will allow children to come to these centers to learn skills, probably twice a week, three times a week. They will be brought to the centers, learn these skills, and it will go on until they master the skills. So uh, skills such as software development, uh, uh, tailoring, shoemaking, but we are moving, we are focusing mainly uh, for a start in software development because it's something that is simple. We are in the computer age, and I believe that if we have thousands of children developing, bringing up ideas, solving things through IT, we are, we are in for a very, a very bright future for this country. So we are going into the area of software development and some other fields in science and technology. So this, this is how we intend to train these children. Okay, perfect one. Um, while while you're discussing that, you made mention of like some of your program and stuff like that. Will you please like uh, take a few minutes to share some of the programs you have at Mill Vision Foundation with uh with the listener, please? Finally, we plan to enroll one thousand uh, children in school. These one thousand children will also go through the process of uh, entrepreneurship training once they are ready. So we once they are ready. We believe that they will be ready for the training from primary four, primary three, primary four upwards. So we get these children, we go to communities first, tell them about our plan, then 
get the students that are not in school, put them in school, train them, and also provide them with the training they need to to uh, make it in future. So um, also, we are also supporting uh, uh, schools, schools uh, in remote areas that don't have uh, materials. We are also supporting them by providing uh, cupboards and all that. And also, we are carrying out community outreach programs to educate parents and uh, elders in the community about the importance of education and how it can affect their community positively. So those are what we are currently doing at the moment. Wow. Wow, wow, that that's great. That's quite interesting. So, so quickly, um, no, we our time is fast spent. But before I let you go, what, what are your indices of success? Because you may mention yes, before the twenty thirty, you want to send three million children back to school, and uh, you say you are running a program presently to send uh one thousand children back to school. So, so what what are your your, your indices of success? I mean, how how do you measure your impact? How do you measure your impact at the Mid Vision Foundation? Despite of our uh, high, high, high figures, uh, 3 million children back to school, 1,000 children you're currently working with, uh, what are your measures? We measure impact from what the children we put in school are able to do. So if we put a child in school and the child is able to read, write, and is uh, topping the class within a few, a few years or so, a child that hasn't been in school before, this child or these children are now performing so well, even in the entrepreneurship areas that we are training them in, they are also doing very well. We say that very good. We have, we have uh, uh, really achieved in this area. And also, if we are able to make the government uh, put in place policies that can help families or that can help these children, we we'll also say we have really achieved uh, a, a, great, a great goal. Thank you very much. Oh, great one, Mr. Chiki. And uh, it's nice speaking with you so far for the past uh, 18 to 19 minutes so far. So so before I let you go, in case there are way many listeners may, may want to uh, sponsor or come on board and uh, and probably work with your organization, how do you think they can they can support? Okay, okay. Um, they can visit our website on uh, Foundation.org. I also call uh, the council reach me on zero eight one zero two two one three zero one nine. We welcome volunteers, we welcome donations, we also welcome partnerships because these are the three things that will help us achieve our goals. Okay, thank you so much, Mr. Chiki. But before I let you go, you need to like uh, re- re- take that number. You just to start with plus two three four. So the number is plus two three four. Okay, eight one. Two two one three zero one nine. Again, please. Plus two three four eight one zero two two one three zero one nine. Thank you so much, Mr. Chike. It's nice speaking with you um, since the last uh, twenty minutes. So before I let you go, what what, what are your lasting words to to women in this now? People that have similar passion as yours. First of all, I. I want to tell parents, first of all, that they should live within their means. One of the contributing factors to children that are out of school are parents bringing afford children, children, children. Why you don't have the wherewithal to take care of these children? So they should look into family planning too. 
looking to family plan, know how you'll be able to plan your family. No child is born to this world to suffer. And also, for those out there that are willing to support, we urge for their support, we urge for you to support the project, we urge for you to support the volunteer, your skills, you know, share, spread the message, and also contribute to the campaign to make policies to, uh, that can affect the educational sector positively. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Mr. Chike. It's nice speaking with you today. Thank you for staying tuned. I'm so, so happy to have an highly esteemed personnel like you listening to this podcast today. You are amazing. It's been an amazing time speaking with Chike Ibezin of the Male Vision Foundation. I'm super excited about the future of the education sector of Nigeria with people like Chike in the country. To support and learn more about the works of the Male Vision Foundation and how you can contact them, Please visit their website today, www.themillvisionfoundation.org, which is spelled as www.themillvisionfoundation.org. Themillvisionfoundation.org. They will be glad to hear from you. For more inquiries, advertisement, sponsorship, and any other relevant request for or on this podcast, please send me an email, jimo at ngopodcast.com.ng, which is spelled as J-I-M-O-H at ngopodcast.com.ng. Jimo at ngopodcast.com.ng. I will be glad to hear from you. And I'm going for today, but be rest assured to hear from me again on the last Thursday of next month. Make sure you stay tuned. I'll be speaking with you soon, my friend. Till then, I remain your dear host, your friend and your brother, Jimo Uluwatu Vishegon. You can simply call me J-O-S. Do not forget, you have a vital role to play in the human race. Government cannot do it all for you. Be ready to do yours. Make sure you are impacting lives. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.